0: Alright, Welcome into the Buddy Deal Show. It is October the 19th and uh, it's a little different. We missed yesterday, just had some stuff going on, had to get done. Um, uh, we're back today. I'm uh, going to give you a little bit of recap of what happened on Tuesday that we missed yesterday. Uh, what happened was the NLCS game two. So the Diamondbacks took on the Phillies. Uh, the Phillies jumped out very quickly and it was. Trey Turner hit a home run in the second at bat of the game, and they did not look back. Uh, But Kyle Schwartz was definitely the man that took control of this game. He was two for three with two home runs and two RBIs. He also had a walk. He is the third player for the Phillies to have multiple home runs in a postseason game just this year uh, with Bryce Harper and Nick Castellanos. And Castellanos has done it multiple times. These two home runs also gives Schwarber 18 career postseason home runs, which ties Mr. October himself, Reggie Jackson, for the most in postseason history by a left-handed hitter, which is pretty impressive company. Uh, Like I said, Trey Turner also hit a home run. That was his third of the postseason. He was one for two with a home run and an RBI. He also had two walks and scored two runs. Uh, He was doing everything like he has been doing. JT Real Muto, uh, two for four with a double, and he had three RBIs. That puts his RBI total to 10 this postseason. He is the most RBIs so far in the postseason. Uh, but all of these great hitters that the Phillies have had this week or in this, this series so far, they can't do it without good pitching, and Aaron Nola did exactly that. He got the win. He moved to 3-0 and in the postseason. He went six strong, giving up only three hits, did not give up a run. Had seven strikeouts and zero walks. He's been absolutely dominant. Uh, he had all his go going the other day, and it, I, it's these one-two punch for the Phillies with Wheeler and Nola is going to be really tough to beat, especially if you're playing in Philadelphia. Um, like the Phillies ended up winning this game ten to ten to zero. Um, they took a two-zero series lead on the Diamondbacks. Uh, the Diamondbacks' starting pitcher for this game was Merrill Kelly. Before the game, he was talked that he was asked about the crowd in Philadelphia, and he made the mistake that you should never make when you have a raucous crowd like you do in Philadelphia. As they, he basically said that they weren't that great. Uh, he said that he had played in the game against Venezuela in Miami during the World Baseball Classic, and he said he wasn't expecting the Philadelphia crowd to be any worse than that. Uh, he was. He didn't pitch horrible. He only gave up three hits, but all of those were home runs. and Or two of those were home runs, actually. And uh, a double by JT Riumutu. He gave up four runs. Uh, he had six strikeouts, and he also walked three in five and two-thirds of it, Five and two-thirds inning. He didn't really do bad, but you just still – he didn't do enough and gave up four runs. And in this game, with his offense not being able to score – uh, he couldn't afford to give up any, but he did. Phillies take a 2 0 series lead. They head to Arizona, winning both games in Philadelphia. Uh we'll get to that in just a little bit with their uh game three. But first we can get to the ALCS in their game the game three in that series, which was last night. The Astros traveled to Arlington to take on the Rangers. Uh Astros jumped out early. Jose Altuve, first first batter of the game. He hit a home run. Uh, He was two for five with a home run and an RBI. That is his 25th career postseason home run, which is, if you look at the guy, you wouldn't think it, Uh, but he's been able to hit really well for his whole career, especially in the postseason. Jordan Alvarez continues on a tear. He was two for four. He added two RBIs that were really clutch because he came in a very important time when um, the Rangers had tried to make a little bit of a comeback, and that gave him a little bit extra cushion. Uh, Mauricio Dubon also added three hits and an RBI. Christian Javier pitched great again. Moves a two and oh in the postseason. Uh, he's he went five and two thirds. He only gave up three hits. He did give up two earned runs off of a home run, uh, from Josh Young. Uh, he had three strikeouts and one walk. Uh, but he pitched great. Uh, Mac Scherzer did not. Max Scherzer was the starting pitcher for the Rangers. He took the loss. He moves to zero and one in the postseason. Uh, he went four four innings, gave up five hits and five earned runs. Uh, he over his last two postseason starts, he's given up twelve earned runs, which is not somebody you would expect. For, was not something you expect from Mad Max, uh, but he's been struggling a little bit, and he's also hadn't pitched much just because he's been a little banged up. Uh, I think it was his first start back, but he didn't he didn't perform the way that he was expe- he was expected to. Uh, he. But the bright spot for the Rangers last night was Josh Young. Uh, he single-handedly tried to bring this team back. Uh, he was two for four with two home runs, actually, and he had four RBIs. He cut the game, like I said earlier, to two, and then um, did it again, cut it down to three uh, after the Astros had added a couple runs. And um, this wasn't a, wasn't enough to be able to come back. And the Astros win, ended up winning this game eight to five. Uh, the Rangers still lead the series two to one. But that was a big one for um, Houston to get one back in Tech in Dallas. Um, if you're a Rangers fan though, you can't be too upset. You're up to one in through Game Three, um, so you you still have everything that you want right there. But you still have the home field advantage. You still can go and uh, win Game Four, and you'll be perfectly fine. But uh, wasn't the exact way that they would have liked that one to go. But they'll be okay. Game. Let's move over t- back to tonight. Today's games. Um the NLCS starts tonight. <clears throat> the NLCS uh continues tonight, sorry, uh with their with game three of the Phillies in the Diamondbacks. The Phillies go out to Arizona. Like I said, that game was at four o seven PM Central Time on TBS. Uh, the Phillies are expected to start Ranger Suarez, who in one start went eight and two thirds or has pitched in eight and two thirds in the inning and only a 1.04 ERA. Uh, these Phillies starting pitchers have been really good this postseason and I expect that to continue. Uh, for Arizona, it's gonna be Brandon Fott. Uh, he's pitched twice in this postseason. He has not recorded a decision. Uh, he's done seven innings and a 386 ERA. He pitched well last time. Um, I was a little confused as to why they went with him. Uh, game, the first game of the postseason, actually against the uh, Brewers. Uh, he struggled that game, but he's pitched. He pitched much better uh, in the NLDS. But uh, this is going to be an interesting matchup. It's just can the Phillies continue this streak when they're not playing at home? Uh, they were able to. They were able to take two. Uh, they were able to take one from the Braves when they went to Atlanta. So I think that they can win road games, and there's no question about that. Uh, it's just can they win one or two here? Are they going to finish this one in the desert, or are they going to have to come back to Philadelphia to keep continu- to continue this series? I'm not really sure. This is I think the Phillies definitely have the advantage here just from the experience and the way that their lineup is absolutely smoking the ball right now, one through nine, really. It's everybody. And the Diamondbacks, like, like I said the other day, they're, they're a young team. This probably isn't the year for them. Uh, not saying it's, they can't possibly come back, but this probably isn't it. Uh, this is a great learning experience for this Diamondbacks team, but it's probably not going to probably not going to end well for them this year. Um, but it's like I said, as part of it. But I think that the Phillies I would give the I would give the edge to them. Uh so we're gonna move on to the ALCS game four. Uh that's gonna be the Astros at the Rangers. That game is at seven oh three PM Central Time on FS one. Starting pitchers for this game. Uh for Houston is gonna be um Jose Urquidy. Urquidy, I can't remember how to say his name. He's one and this postseason with on five and two thirds and only a 3.18 ERA. He's been solid. And then for the Rangers, it's going to be Andrew Heaney. Uh, he has not recorded a decision. He's only thrown three and two-thirds. He's merely come out of the bullpen, I believe, uh, with a 2.45 ERA. So this is an interesting decision here from Bruce Bochi to go with Heaney. Uh, I think that this is going to be an interesting matchup here. This might be some run scored in this one as well. There was some last night, uh, but it's I think that there's going to be some a lot of runs scored here. Um, really just going to be depend on what team can be really hot. and They've kind of proven that both of them can get there. The Astros have been able to rally. Uh, but the Rangers have only lost one game this whole postseason, and that was last night. So I'm expecting them to bounce back pretty quickly and be okay. So other than that, that's about it on baseball. Now let's get to Buddy's Bets. We did not do it last week um uh, just I me mean, or yesterday sorry uh just like i said no show yesterday so we missed the buddies' bets we are four and six on the year when it comes to my bets uh not horrible not great had a couple that just i was wrong about it, it happens sometimes uh but let's get i got you five more let's get rolling here so first one i got baylor Plus three and a half at Cincinnati. Uh, Both teams are two and four. Not the greatest season for either of them. Uh, That game is going to be at 11 a.m. on the Big 12 network. Might be tough to watch that one, Uh, especially if you're around here. But uh, Baylor, I just feel like this is the time where they would come back and put up a fight against Cincinnati. Neither team, both teams have had a down year. Uh, Not the years that they've been expecting been used to lately, but it's part of it. Uh, but I think that Baylor's going to be able to pull this one off and uh, cover the plus three and a half. Next one is going to be Tennessee and Alabama. It's the third Saturday in October. This game is a very big thing here. A uh, very big game right here. Just the, the revenge factor for Alabama. Uh, Tennessee coming off of a pretty good win last week against Texas A&M. Alabama coming off of a close win against Arkansas. I think Tennessee covers the plus nine. I don't expect them to win, but I do expect them to keep it close. Uh, That game is going to be at 2.30 on CBS, and I'm not really sure. I don't know. I just feel like Tennessee is going to play well here. Alabama, the last few years in revenge games, has won most of them, pretty sure almost all of them. Those games have actually been a lot closer than you were expecting to. So I see the nine points, and I feel like it's a little bit too much, so give me Tennessee plus nine next game is going to be pit at wake forest uh, that game is also at 230 on the acc network wake forest is at a home favorite by one uh give me the demon deacons i'm going to go with wake forest minus one next one is going to be a very questionable one here but it's utah at usc usc is favored by seven cam rising is still not played he just hasn't i don't know why I mean, he's still – just his recovery for his ACL surgery last year. I think Cam Rising makes a return this week, and I think Utah covers the plus seven. Um, That game's going to be at 7 o'clock on Fox. Give me Utah plus seven. Even without Cam Rising, I think they're a good enough team to be able to score on USC and be able to stop them enough to keep this one close. So give me Utah plus seven cam rising plays you might want to take utah money line. and my last one of the night we went with them last week and they won for us we're going to go with them again give me georgia state plus three against louisiana that game is going to be at seven o'clock on espnu uh, georgia state has been playing really well this year they're having one of the better years of their in their history they're five and one right now uh, louisiana's played good too but i give me georgia state uh, my man, Dan Allington has been lighting it up out there for as a tight ends coach. Uh, don't ever forget the time that he beat Tennessee at Tennessee as a starting quarterback. It was awesome to see that. Uh, but Georgia State plus three is my bet for here, for this one. So let's go through them one more time. I got Baylor plus three and a half, Tennessee plus nine, Wake Forest minus one, Utah plus seven, and Georgia State plus three. Um, feel good about these. Honestly, I feel really pretty good about them. Um, so, looking to get back close to five hundred here with a good week, and um, be able to get on a roll here. Um, other than that, we got a lot of football coming up this weekend. Uh, Going to be able to cover that tomorrow. A lot of really big football games as well uh, in the college game, especially some really some high ranked teams playing each other. Uh, got a fun week in the NFL. Going to have baseball all weekend, um, assuming that the series don't end tomorrow. Uh, but this is going to be a fun weekend. And um, I'm not even going to talk about Old Mess right now just because they're going to make me puke, obviously, when we're at Auburn. So that's how it is whenever you're an Old Mess fan. It's just part of it. But other than that, that's about it for today. And uh, we will see y'all back here tomorrow. And uh, I hope everybody has a great day.